The Garbage Will Do, the podcast you've decided to settle for. The Garbage Will Do! So we're going to address the fact that we've cut foreskin. You've gone straight in at the deep end. Welcome to the Garbage Will Do podcast. That means you guys now speak. Oh. <laughs> I just, leave, you, just leave you hanging. I ages. just thought you were just wanting to speak. I think, I think we should say. change the name of the podcast. So the reason he's saying that is because uh, we were previously uh, a different name, which was... I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. inappropriate to yeah. put it mildly um so yeah we've we've decided to change it just to make it a little bit more family friendly um so we decided to go with ray's quote from uh, the force awakens of the garbage will do and why have we done that guys it makes editing easier when we suck and also to be honest most of us would most of the things that we say might be garbage but hey it would do because we love it it references the falcon though and it references like i can compare that to the podcast in many ways like it will not be shiny doesn't look that much but she's got it where it counts hello i'm mike i'm the show's producer and resident wookie i've been into star wars for probably longer than most of these guys have been alive uh, my favorite star wars film is going to be quite controversial i think at the minute it's force awakens Oh, I know, I know, but I watch it so much because I love it, and I know people didn't, and I don't care because they're all wrong. My favourite characters, um, I've always been a massive sucker for the original uh, trilogy, Stormtrooper armor. I love the Stormtrooper armor, but my favourite characters are... The hero is probably Chewbacca, because he Legend. looks like me, uh, or I look like him. I love Chewie. Um, and then villains... It's it's a toss-up at the minute between Darth Maul and Kylo Ren because I loved Maul because of just the, the ferocity that came across with just a glance. Yeah. It was really, really cool. I'm, I was absolutely gutted when he got sliced in half in episode one. I genuinely um, thought you said just his glance then. That's why I'm quietly giggling just in the his glance. Yeah, just his glance. There were really ferocious glands. I'm now going to pass over to Matt. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, my name is Matt Neath. Matt, when did you first see Star Wars? When did I first see Star Wars? <laughs> um, well, I first saw my first film, because I was a 90s kid, uh, in the cinema was The Phantom Menace. So I definitely went to the cinemas after that. So I probably saw Star Wars probably a good decade or two before you ever watched them. Shall yeah. I rephrase it? Matt, when did you first see proper Star Wars? So um, exactly I think what which Liam year? is insinuating, that I might be a relatively new fan to the galaxy... Bar you forest. still have that new fan smell. I still... whoa, whoa. Do you, whoa, do you, whoa, whoa, do you smell that? Is that stalling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Matt, don't, you, you've owned it. Thank just, you. Just carry on. Um, so, um, yeah, so I rewatched the films um, on a uh, just random night. And I thought, oh, I'll watch Star Wars. I'll see what all the fuss is about. And, and that was probably two years ago. Please no? don't tell us what the fuss is all about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you were defending him a second ago. You were like, don't um, let these thugs scare you. And so I watched <laughs> nice all the films. Watched all the films uh, and then uh, watched all of the Clone Wars, all the Rebels, and then I thought I'd check out the books. 
And all of a sudden, I've started blogging and I've got my own website. So, yes, shameless plug, StarWarsCodex.com. That's StarWarsCodex.com. StarWarsCodex. How do you get the .com? Um, You go daddy or .co.uk. I thought I'd buy both. Um, So, anyway, favourite film. It changes, but um, I came out of Rogue One saying that was my favourite, that was my favourite, that was my favourite. But I still think it is probably Empire because I just think it's fantastic. I like Revenge of the Sith, all right? Cut that. Cut that as well. I like it. I like Revenge of the Sith. Should we just have five minutes? But from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Right. No. (laughs) The acting is a bit stiff, but the story, it works. It's stiff. It's solid. I'll take that and I'll raise you. Okay, it's not that. It's not the not the Anakin bit. It's the bit where Obi-Wan goes, wait a minute, we're smarter than this. And it's like, "Mm, okay. Are you you really? (laughs) Hello there. Um, I'm Gavin. Um, one of my favorite things to do on a regular basis is use a Han Solo quote following somebody's yawn because quite often yawns sound like Chewbacca and Mike will attest to that. We've done that in the lift a couple of times. Particularly, yeah, we've, we've done the yawn thing. Do you want to force one out now? (laughs) That was a long time ago. I'm sure he's forgotten about that. Yay! There it is. (laughs) And it becomes a drinking game. Um, <clears throat> my earliest Star Wars memory is the uh, the noise that my original trilogy box set, it was like a special edition box set, the noise it made. When you pushed the um, the box back together, it was like a <laughs> noise. Um, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite things. Um, and then I guess like Star Wars Celebration with these scruffy Nerf herders. Um, yeah. As far as my Star Wars credentials go, I have done countless online surveys through the book of face, most likely, uh, <laughs> to confirm that I am Han Solo every time. And yet I come out as Maz. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it. I Mike just... Canata. <laughs> you, you do a really good impression of an orange now. Where's my boyfriend? I do. But it's, it's a visual <laughs> like thing, Wookie. so I can't do that. I like that Wookiee. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. I mean, I will throw in as many Star Wars quotes as I possibly can. That's kind of my thing, I guess. <laughs> And we have Liam. Liam's pouting because Matt took his biscuit off him. Yeah, just before you were about to speak into a microphone. It doesn't matter. Fine. Fine. Well, I'm Liam. Um, I think the main reason I like Star Wars is because of the expanded universe. I've always been a big fan of collecting props and things from films and sort of moved on to making props as well. Uh, Star Wars has just got so much content for something like that. Um, Also speculating, just being able to go into really long in-depth conversations about bizarre theories about where something might be going um i've got to apologize in advance as well i am pretty much the reason we've had to change the name already and probably the reason why we record 100 percent more content than we actually put up because it's got to be cut i, I think my favorite star wars character has got to be old uh old ray kenobi uh <laughs> Sorry, Ray Ken- who's Ray Kenobi? You'll be laughing on the other side of your ass you when Ray it comes Skywalker? out. Oh. Or just Ray. Can she not just be Ray? Could she just not be a or random Madonna? Person? <laughs> 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 or yeah. Prince. Does the- she have to be someone? I'm just. Oh. She's the artist formerly known as Kenobi. My favourite Star Wars moment. I brought it back. My favourite Star Wars moment. It was. <laughs> so proud. Um, no, Star Wars celebration. We got to. We were all waiting. Camping through the night to see what was the one the the last one that we queued to see future filmmakers future filmmakers yeah which was amazing but it's when they brought us on to go watch the to go watch the film so they were like everyone queuing you can watch the film and it was amazing it was like just like sitting through and watching Star Wars 
surrounded by Star Wars fans. Oh, you mean The Force Awakens? Yeah. It was it was it was exactly like watching Star Wars no, surrounded yeah. by Star Wars. <laughs> but I've I've never I've yeah. never felt anything like that. It was like sitting and watching a film that every like cheering every third line. Oh yeah, people <laughs> cheering the weirdest things as well. The, who was the guy who the, everyone was waving around the blue lightsabers? And then at that one point, the guy with the red lightsaber who hadn't pressed it once, he was waiting for his moment. It was when, oh yeah, so Kylo. Ray, Ray caught the Ray caught the blue, and everyone went with the blues yeah that is my lightsaber voice <laughs> and then when Kylo did his someone lit the Kylo lightsaber and he got a massive cheer it was great yeah. it was yeah, yeah, it, it was, was nerds having it, fun it was one red lightsaber in a sea of, of blue, blue lightsabers yeah, weren't they all green because you had the only blue whoa, one whoa 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 no there was no green ones that's why I got ahead of the curb with mine was there I don't, I, I, don't, thought, I don't remember I a single Gavin green one. got offered money for his yeah. while we were there because it was a rare one. Cause so like, to give some context, my yeah. I've, I've got a Force Effects lightsaber. We've pretty much all got lightsabers. Um, and mine is, it, it, realistically, it's Anakin's one from Revenge of the Sith. So I've had it for about what, like, what, 12 years now. And it um, still works. And we're walking around the... Um, <laughs> Not, not to interrupt you there, but viewers in the north might be experiencing technical issues. <laughs> viewers might not be experiencing anything. And put your toys away. Anyway, um, yeah, we're walking around the con floor with all these... Straight back into it. Really casual. Lightsabers. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fly casual. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, somebody just walked up to me and I don't remember them offering me money for it, but I, I think I could probably have... I, I think somebody offered to buy it off you. I don't remember an exact no one, figure. No one, I didn't see anyone else there with that one. It was £12,000. So old. <laughs> no, it was like, yeah, we'll give you, what is it, 10 now and 15, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you in 15 parsecs. That's still not how parsecs work. <laughs> Nobody knows how parsecs work. It's a unit Han of distance. Solo definitely doesn't, yeah. does he? Um... <laughs> I controlled thrust and he's back on course. What a move. <laughs> Pull out, you're not doing any good back there. <laughs> Refresh your home, John Lewis, shop oh, now. No, no, no I'm, re- I'm reading an advert. I'm reading an advert. Sorry, you're reading out an advert? I've read an advert. There. Almost there. They came from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Negative, it didn't go in. Just impacted on the surface. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, <laughs> Luke, at that speed, will you be able to pull out on time? Oh. <sighs> Yeah, if you're into terrible <laughs> Star Wars innuendo puns... Aiming for the target shaft now. <laughs> <laughs> Cover me, Parkins. Oh, He's on me tight. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy this podcast. So, um, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, episode eight. All 12 of them. The Last Jedi. All 12 Last Jedis? Yes. But it's like Jedi. It's like sheep, isn't it? Did I fall asleep? It's like sheep, isn't it? You can't have sheeps. You can't have Jedi's. You can have fishes, as I learned. As a friend who studies multiple breeds of fish, he studies fishes. Good, good point. Let's move on. I opened Um, up with a fact. That's (laughs) like a proper fact from the world. It sounds like you're saying fishies, though. Say say fishes fishes again. Fishies. Fishies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, The Last Jedi, uh, the title was recently revealed by uh, Disney Lucasfilm conglomerate thing. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Johnson. Absolutely. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Sent out a cheap Thanks, little Ryan. 
picture of the uh, the opening crawl, the opening crawl, yeah, yeah. and just teased us because it was literally just the title and nothing else. But we know that this one has a crawl. Yes, we do. It's an official Star Wars movie. It's not. It's not like Rogue One. It's not a Star Wars story, which we all thoroughly enjoyed. By the way, we did. Did we? We I think we did. Yeah. 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 Good. Gavin? Yes. Yes. We, yeah, we know, of course. Yes. Looking at Gavin yes. like Gavin. We, yeah, we oh, all thoroughly enjoyed Rogue One, so that's good. So um, we'll get back to that later. Um, but thoughts on the thoughts on the title, the new title? I love that it pretty much proves that the internet will run with anything. They've labelled it with the most obvious title that you can't really deep dive into. And yet, we do. Oh, we've tried. We're sat there like, just going, there's got to be at least like three of them. There can't just be one. Is it Ray? Is it her mother? Who's her mother? Even Is when Kylo? even when they said Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi in the Force Awakens crawl, hey, who cares? In the Give Force Awakens crawl, and also Yoda says Jedi, it yeah. in Return of the Jedi, and Snoke says it in the film. Okay, in the film, in the film, whatever that is. All, all you have to be able to do is talk for this man. We said, can you come, can you make it on Fridays and can you talk? Yes, you've lied twice. You've lied on one of those, <laughs> at least. Uh, I also okay. loved how everyone jumped on the fact it was red. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to be honest. I, I did think, why, why is it red? Does it signify that it is going to be Kylo? I do kind of think that the whole idea is that the, um, the prophecy was that one of the Skywalkers is going to bring balance to the Force. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out not to be Anakin because, well, I don't know, did it? Because he, he kind of he was he was redeemed at the, the end. Force. He was he redeemed. He killed the emperor. Did he? There were two Jedi's and two Sith. Yeah. Balance. Balance. <laughs> I like what you did there, but we don't have any cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look a little bit back in the Clone Wars, where you have the mother and you have the sister and you have the father, and that arc, which is very confusing, they talk all about balance and how Anakin's going to bring balance there as well. So, and I think they're kind of going back to that with Kylo. It's kind of a it's a reflection of of Anakin's stuff that Kylo basically. Uh, you know, he's he's very conflicted. He's not sure which way he wants to go. He kind of, it's almost like he wants to be evil, but it's just not really in him. And then obviously, you know, the spoiler thing happens, which I'm pretty sure everyone's seen Force Awakens now. If you haven't seen Force Awakens by now... And you're listening to this. And you're listening to this. What are you doing with your life? How, wait, how basic do we make this? Do we have to explain what the Force Hans is? dead! <laughs> So, okay, let's start at the beginning. Midichlorians? No. <laughs> um, okay, so I yeah. I still so, believe so in the midichlorians. Kylo kills Han. Uh, if, you, if that shocked you, you are newer to Star Wars than our friend sat over here at the moment, who, yeah, is fairly new to Star Wars, and yet has... Matt, you need to use words. Than, you can't wave yeah, in silence. This is what waving sounds like on a podcast. Yeah, see, that was pretty dumb. <laughs> that does come out. Yeah. Edit. <laughs> yeah. But why do we think they've gone red? Why do we think they've gone red with well, the they, logo? They've gone red with the Revenge of the Sith, and they yeah. went red with Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, so it's odd because that's this is not the third in the trilogy. My one, f- my one thing about the Last Jedi is when you say, "Oh, I watched Jedi the other day." Oh, now I'm going to ask which mm. one. They have really let you down. They've let me down big time. I have to use more words. (laughs) Have have you ever gone, yeah, I watched Awakens last night? (laughs) No. No, you say, of course. I have a different theory. You do say I've watched Empire, though. Yeah. You'd say I've watched Empire. A a few. But you wouldn't say I've watched Back. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's not descriptive enough, I don't think. Kevin. A little while ago, we. um, I can't remember where it came out, but it was basically the implication was 
a load of stuff was cut from Rogue One, but we saw it in the trailer. Yeah. And it turned out that it was, I think, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something like, um, oh, the marketing team just thought, yeah, that's great. Oh, but we're not going to use it. But that's Ooh. great, and we're going to use it anyway. Don't, get me, don't, don't get me started that. on that subject. I'm, shuff- I'm shuffling. Is, let's, yeah, let's, assume I don't get that. let's assume they've gone for the same thing. It could just be red because they're trying to set it apart from exactly the same teaser poster they released two years ago. Yeah, that's very true. You know? Because I, I got them both on my phone, and I was like, you, they are identical. The stars are in a different place, and they're different colours. That's literally the only, the only thing. Right. And the they're identical. <laughs> But they're not. <laughs> I don't think they're that exactly word means what you think same, it means. They're, but they're very similar in yeah. terms of the style. And it, okay. obviously if you've got them side by side, you're not going to notice a difference other than the title. So I think it could just be as simple as... I mean, the next one could be blue. And all of us are going to be like, oh, do you think they'll go there? It is Disney. It's going to be purple. We all know it's going to be purple. Why? Maybe they'll go green. <laughs> Because well, it'll because be 2019. Mace, yeah, because Mace Windu is coming back. Uh, no, he does want to come back. Samuel L. Jackson wants it so much. Does <laughs> if you just watch him on YouTube talking about how he insists that he's not dead. Are you sure I died? Yeah, you you got chucked out of the temple. Are you are you sure you were electrocuted? Are you are you sure? Yeah, you you died. We we tried to go. kill you about six different ways. I think Samuel, you need to work on your Samuel L. Jackson impression. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no worries. Uh, we're going to move on to our next topic, um, which. Sadly, is is not a great one for us. Uh, it's a bit of an emotional one, but we're going to talk a little bit about the death of Carrie Fisher and uh, and what she meant to us all and and the films in general. Um, so we actually all went to Star Wars Celebration, which uh, was fantastic. Some of the best three days of our lives, I believe. Mm-hmm. One of the only places that I've remembered ever being able to openly carry a lightsaber and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we all saw Carrie at uh, Celebration, mm-hmm. and go on, you guys take over. What, so what, what in many ways, doing? that was the prequel to this. The, yeah. Us sitting here now chatting about this was pretty much how chuffed we were at Star Wars Celebration. But it was good. Sorry, you said prequels. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, that's just we've, alienated a lot of we've, we've gone political, yeah. folks, we've gone political. We've lost all seven of the prequel fans now. From... Um, we're sorry to see you go, guys. But she, she was brilliant. Like she didn't give a crap. That's what I loved about Carrie. Yeah. She was yeah. just like she was so open about herself, her, her, her you know, her faults, um, her, her trials with you know bipolar disorder, and she just didn't care what people thought. She spoke about them openly. So got a lot of time for her, uh, love her dearly, um, and she would be forever remembered by a lot of fans as the princess. So yeah, yeah I think that's absolutely. Cool. And I think if Disney don't make her a, an official Disney princess, then just shame on you guys. Yeah, uh, true. She was incredible. Um, again, you know, one of the things I loved about Carrie was her outspoken manner. It occurred to me the other day that um, A New Hope was released in 1977. She was a 19-year-old in 1970s. Well, she probably wasn't 19 in 1977 because she was filming before then. But anyway, uh, just before we get all the pedants email in. But she was a young woman in 1977 in an age where, you know, women weren't allowed to really speak out. I mean, no, it's the, exactly. we're not talking like dark ages or anything, but it's still, you know, it was still a big thing to have quite a feisty woman on screen. I mean, without Carrie, there would have been no Ellen Ripley in Aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there'd have been probably no Hunger Games. And, uh, you know, there'd have been maybe even no Lara Croft or, you know. kicked it off, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So she was the fierce. Fact that she, yeah, she was fierce, you know, and she would quite happily grab a blaster off you and start shooting. Yeah. 
And that was an amazing inspiration, well, I, I think, think, for a lot of for a lot of people. It says it all in that when you watch A New Hope, she's bossing Han Solo around, and Han Solo is ninety nine percent of the population's population of mm. the planet's favorite character. I'll know? take that one step further, though. She's bossing Vader around yeah. right at the very oh, start. Yeah. And <laughs> considering what we'd what we'd seen Vader. with Rogue One, like considering what he'd just come from doing, considering he, how angry he and stressed he was at that moment, and she's just smack talking him. Yeah, and like lying to his, to his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. was not afraid yeah. of anybody. That yeah. and, and I think that was Carrie like coming that. through yeah. as well in the role. You know, yeah, that absolutely. was. I yeah. can't imagine on set she would she would put up with much. You could argue that she her most uh, her best role was General Organa. So she yeah. dropped she dropped Princess and she became a general and she led the resistance. She she became and if you read the Bloodline novel, which is a great read, but you read how she just goes against what they want her to do and she goes no what is happening is wrong and i'm going to stand for this and you could just see mm. carrie as that character yeah and and it wasn't just princess leia you know what nah, that's carrie fisher that is i think i think the Car- carrie yeah carrie gave a lot to that role and i think she influenced the, the character of princess leia in probably more ways than one mm. Mm. um so yeah rest easy carrie mm. uh may the force be with you and all that mm. Uh, just to be a little bit cheesy there, but it's a Star Wars podcast. If you don't want cheese, you should turn over. Uh, Are you okay. vegan? Yeah, I'm vegan. So <laughs> no, no cheese for me. Okay, I don't know if you can hear that, but next door there is a small child playing a glockenspiel. No, but it was wonderful because it timed perfectly with the fight. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, by the fight he means that we've got a new hope playing on my TV in the background on silent. So every now and again, we don't we're going to make some, some some weird reference to something happening. It's because we're watching A New Hope while we're recording this. Because it just seemed the right thing to do. It did. Well, on that topic, I'd just like to point out something I noticed quite early on. You know when uh, Han or Jabba is trying to heckle Han out of his ship and Han's <laughs> behind him and he's like, right here, Jabba. Why are all the Rodians dressed as Greek? They're all Greedo. Yeah. yeah, they all dress the same. <laughs> I don't think the budget department. Are looking I was literally, I was going to say, it's budget. So on a similar note, similar note, then Lando wearing Han's clothes. It's creepy. It's really creepy. It shows it how sense. close they were. Well, hey, we'll find out in the close enough to share a wardrobe. Untitled Lando Han Solo didn't anthology leave his film. Untitled Han Solo <laughs> anthology film. If we turn yeah. up to the next recording and I'm bursting out of Gavin's clothes, you guys are no, you're going to find it odd. Theory, maybe maybe Lando's wearing his own clothes and Han's been wearing Lando's clothes this whole time. Goodness me. Yeah. I just want to mention a quick theory I had the other day as well, which was that uh, during the fight in A New Hope between Obi-Wan and Vader, um, I really liked the little bit where Vader just stamps on Obi-Wan's cloak just to make sure he hasn't <laughs> gone flat. Or, <laughs> you know... What's, what's he expecting to find? Yeah, he's like... What, what, you think he dropped through a trap door or something? But what I actually think happened was that Obi-Wan, actually, here he goes, oh, he's just struck him, his cloak's dropped to the floor, there's the lightsaber. Stamp it Lee, out, stamp it Luke out. Luke said no. Uh, there's lots of shooting. And here he goes, here he goes, he's going to go walk over to it, stamp, 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 stamp. Yeah, he's definitely not in there. Um, but what I actually think happened was that Obi-Wan used the Force to go invisible and at this current point in the movie, he is running around ass naked but invisible <laughs> oh. on the Death Star somewhere trying to get off. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Trying to get off the Death Star. Thank you. Uh, let me just clarify Thank that you. point. Uh, so, yeah, I think Matt everyone didn't die. He uh, went invisible, ran around butt naked, and then later on he just paints himself blue. 
and appears to Luke. No, it's just cold not and hot. <laughs> <laughs> and Dagobah, apparently. And, mm. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking for someone. Found someone, I would say. Yeah? Where was your weapon? I mean, you're no harm. Just waiting for him to do Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Any minute now. Say what I... one more time. So we're just about to talk about uh, Rebels. Where are you up to in Rebels? Because if we spoil uh, it for Mike, it's bad yeah. Have you seen season one? Not all of it, no. Oh, oh my I, God. I know. Should we save, I know. Should we save Rebels I'm... for another time? Podcast See... cancels. <laughs> this is the thing. I I was never a massive Expanded Universe guy. I know it's not huge Expanded Universe Rebels, but I was never into all that kind of extra stuff. I was literally, I just enjoyed the movies. Yeah. So people would go, oh, what about this and what about that and what about the other? And I wouldn't have a clue what they were talking about because I just enjoyed the movies and that's that's all I did. Um, I have read some of the extra books and things like that. Um, I, I read the one that's set right after Return of the Jedi that introduces Thrawn for the first time. I cannot remember the title of it. I apologize. Uh, the Empire. All right, good. It's the Empire. <laughs> well done. Um, it's not the Empire. Matt Codex there. Heir to the Empire. There we go. Heir yeah. to the Empire. Um, I read the canon, not legends. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the thing. So All you're hearing there obviously, is the sound of experience. Obviously, we've got years experience. People are immediately turning off, and because they love legends. But there you go. Yeah, yeah and, and of course they love legends. A lot of us grew up with that stuff. We're giving Matt a bit. It's, we're giving him too hard a time because I mean he was busy before that watching things like Indiana Jones, right? Right, Matt. Right. Right, Matt. Right. Matt, Matt has Matt. never seen Indiana Jones. <sighs> Have you seen Back to the Future? <sighs> Ghostbusters? Alien. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> right, cut. Okay. cut. All right. Cut. All right. It's nice out. I think I'll keep it out. Obviously, we've got a thing that happens in the Star Wars universe where a load of the stuff that people really enjoyed that became the Legends series and was kind of kicked out of the canon... And then some of the stuff that's been left in the canon, some of us might wish had been kicked out into Legends, but whatever. Um, not naming any three particular movies at all. Hey, you have not read Heir to the Jedi. That That is terrible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on this. I'm going to start yeah. reading some more of the stuff because <laughs> you're going to lend me it. Yes. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to read Bloodline. Yeah, that's good. Uh, read Lords of the Sith. Lords of the Sith is... Lords of the Sith. It's is amazing. Yeah. Okay, Lords of the Sith To get like is. a proper... Like first-person view of what's happening in Vader's head. By the way, what we're going to do as well is um, uh, just for some kind of extra content for you guys, we're going to start putting up a reading list, like a you know suggested reading list, up on the website, so you guys can uh, follow along and read some of the books that uh, Matt has read and some of us are going to get around to. I guess I'm writing that one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty much on you. Yeah, because yeah, I have no idea. Um, but we're going to put some books up there and probably some comics as well and things like that, um, and maybe just any suggestions for stuff that. Um, that we're uh, particularly fond of or anything like that. On on comics. Yeah. Darth Maul starts next week. Yes, it does. Mm. Yeah, that is right. With He's his... getting his own standalone. And technically is the earliest thing in the current canon because it is pre-Phantom Menace and they've not gone that far. Can I, can I just say at this point... Ooh. <laughs> so, it's yeah. got Cad Bane I, in it. I, I do it's like got Cad some Bane in it. Some ball? Some, some more? Yeah. Or a He's on the... as well, yeah. Yeah. Cut uh, Bane's on the cover. Know, we should probably just say, I think that's issue two that they've kind of 
Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Anticipated us buying, and that's where a little bit of it's coming I've, out. So I've never not... seen Matt type as quick as he is in this particular. <laughs> but cut, but cut, Ben. Generally, didn't know that. And and this is where I admit that I have no idea who that character is. Uh, yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah, see, I haven't watched all of Clone Wars either. I think uh, you can cherry pick with that one. Yeah, well, that's what people say, but I don't know which episodes to cherry pick. So, you know, oh, Matt, I'll, you I'll can't do that to yourself. Just because people aren't watching doesn't mean you can do it. I confirm <laughs> that. Oh, well, and also uh, Captain Phasma is going to be in the Poe Dameron comic as well. More nice. than she was in the film. More than she was <laughs> in the film. <laughs> yeah, a real shame because I, I, I Most thought she was character. a good character. She was great yeah. at Celebration. Yeah, oh, she, she, Gwendolyn Christie she blew hosted the room. most of it. She was uh, I mean, the room away. Sorry, let me just yeah. clarify that. So, um, so Rebels, we will discuss when Mike actually watches it. But um, it's I've started. I've, start, I've, I've watched uh, about half a season one, and I literally only bought it like a week ago, or two weeks ago, or something. Probably about last payday, about a month ago. But it's it is safe to say that as soon as uh, Rogue One went out the way, you can tell the creators went, "Oh, phew, we can actually do the good stuff." So season three promises to get rather tasty. Everything I've heard about season three, particularly the last episode, everybody is really buzzed about it and says yeah, it's one of the best yeah. episodes they've done. So I've heard. And I'm, I'm getting quite into Rebels now. I, I I didn't love Clone Wars. I don't know many people that did. There was a lot more filler in Clone Wars for me. So season two, Mike, we don't obviously want to spoil it, but the end of season two is just oh. savage. Oh. Great. Wherever possible, I think we're going to try and avoid spoilers on this show because it's just... I hate that stuff online. It's yeah. It's really annoying. However... There might be the odd one because we don't know where you're up to. All right, we're uh, going to talk about celebration. Can I just throw it out there as well for the first? I wish you wouldn't. I'd say for the whoever hits the, who is the hundredth subscriber, I will send you a picture of Matt asleep at celebration, and it's a picture he will not want me to send you. Yeah, we're <laughs> doing that. True. I can we're doing confirm that. That, that, um, <laughs> that happened. Uh, celebration memories uh, one for me was uh, sleeping out for the Force, uh, not Force Awakens, Rogue One panel. And then walking out to find out you guys have all been in it and you just rocked <laughs> up right at the end. We we literally, uh, mostly through the talents of, of Liam's quite... Uh, <laughs> it was the only time I, don't know what I forgot to, say, to use my powers I was going to say his kind of prodigious tongue, but that's not really what I'm trying to say. Basically, he has charm, ladies. Mm. He has a lot of charm. And he managed to not only charm us into the, the Rogue One panel... Literally, we rocked up at the last minute, walked straight in, sat down and went, <laughs> Matt, Matt stayed up all night for this. <laughs> yeah. um, but we also managed to, he also managed to talk us into the VR experience. And oh my for me, gosh, what an experience. The, if I had to say one particular high point in a sea of high points, mm. the VR experience was incredible. Really, really immersive to the point where that when the Falcon lands next to you, I took a step back. Yeah. Oh yeah, we all, we all, we all kind of went, whoa. Um, and then that beautiful moment where R2 comes down and just offers you this lightsaber and you're like... Oh. Oh. Can I just say, Amazing. I was like welcoming the Falcon like to the point where it would have flattened yeah. me. I didn't. <laughs> like, speak for yourselves, yeah? The ramp came down, you're yeah, squashed underneath like, it. flat underneath yeah. it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I like um, the idea that you just stood there, like, backing it in, like, you're all right, you're all right. <laughs> to me. Come on. To me. Yep. Yeah. Back it up. You can't do the, the actions of some, Matt, you know, Matt, air, aircraft ground crew with the with the ping pong paddles. That's what Matt was just doing, by the well, way. Well, you know, just trying to give some visual stimulation as well. Um, Consider me stimulated. Move along. Move along. <clears throat> Nicely done. Um, so, yeah, the, the VR experience, that was amazing. Um, How about... Um, the panels were were great. 
uh, Mark cosplay. Hamill being crazy on stage. Just but he was not meant to do that either. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff Mark Hamill wasn't meant to do. And Mark, we love you for it. That was the most excitable phone call I've ever done, possibly in my life, was I'd got separated from you guys, wandered over to the other side, and there was like a crowd gathering near where the Star Wars show was being filmed. And then Mark Hamill walked out on stage, and I just grabbed my phone, and I'm like, Mark, Mark, Mark up, Mike! Just screaming random sounds. And he... Oh yeah, he was that was amazing. And he just spoke for like twenty minutes and he was like, Yeah, I'm being told to stop now, but you know, I'm having so much fun. And it was just genuinely <laughs> that that was the great thing. It was a family of fans and a family of like people and uh and like of the producers and the makers of content. They were all there and they had a great time. But generally it did feel I think Mike insinuated it, you felt so normal walking around in an absolute geeky t shirt, holding a lightsaber, yeah. looking like an absolute nerd, and people loved you for it. And, and it strangely, felt... when I do that in my local shopping centre, weird looks. Weird yeah. looks, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, when I'm swinging a lightsaber around in local. In fact, security's been called on more than one occasion. Oh. It's time to leave, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole vibe of celebration was incredible. Um, just really relaxed, everyone having fun. Some amazing cosplays, which we're going to have some photos up on the website of some of the cosplay photos that I took uh, and that all of us took. I've just stumbled across the photo of us uh, sneaking, the, the photo we took as we snuck into the um, the Rogue One panel, having known that Matt was so, you know, so tired, <laughs> oh, having stayed up all that, night. That one's going to yeah. go on the we website. Really look, and we will title yeah. that Matt's Lament. <laughs> No, to be fair, guys, when I walked out and saw you got in there, I was like, no, I'm really happy for you. Because, yes, we did get a secret trailer. <gasps> dun, it dun, dun. It was oh. wonderful. It was. Um, yeah, no, it was, to be fair to you, you, we were all like, oh, my God, he's going to blow his lid. And you were just so like, oh, you made it. It's amazing. So that was really cool. And I think that, that was kind of reflective of the whole weekend. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. I do feel like I'm remembering this correctly. I think we had better seats than you as well. I think we did. Oh, yeah. I think we did, though, didn't we? Yeah, we we did. Genuinely did. I think we did. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, it's not a competition. It's not a competition, guys. We all saw saw the secret trailer. So, anyway, moving on. Mm -hmm. Liam, you've got something that you'd like to say. You've got an issue, a little niggle, some would say, about the Rogue One marketing. Yeah. It's a weird double standard because that uh, Rogue One came out. I, I loved it. Genuinely loved it. I think we all agree. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. There's no denying that that trailer, a good 80% <laughs> of that trailer, didn't make it into it the film. not in the film. No. That's not necessarily what I'm going to get into, but it's the fact that because the film did well, no one's talked about it. The fact that they put all this stuff in the trailer and they knew that it wasn't going to be in the film when they put some bits in the trailer, like the TIE fighter thing and whatnot. Yeah. But they still ran with it. And because the film did okay, we've let it slide. Whereas other films, let's take Suicide Squad, for example, that's kind of bombed. I kind of liked it, but one not it. But it kind, of, it kind of bombed. And that had loads of stuff in the trailer that didn't make it in. And people have gone nuts for it. And saying, like having a go at it. Look at things like um, No Man's Sky, the computer game. It bombed, and now people are having a go at it claiming false advertising because it yeah. bombed and all that stuff was in the trailer. I would say that Rogue One's trailer was probably more misleading as opposed to what was in it and what was in the I film. don't know. I'll disagree with you on that part. I don't think it was misleading because the events of the film were reflective of what was in the trailer. That it was t- trying to give you the tone and the feel of it. But yeah, specific scenes, yeah, absolutely didn't make it in. Um, we so were you didn't all... see that Jin 
the limping over the bridge and the the tie fighter coming up. No, no we didn't scene, see that. The scene of her, what she does, is exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. no tie fighter. Yeah. They didn't yeah. explain it quite well though, because they said in, they said in an interview, didn't they, that they there was nothing special about that tie fighter. It just got shot down. But they right. said it mimicked this. It was the same get out of jail free cards they used when the idiots the were coming down. Yeah. yeah, and they got shot down as well. Was it the okay. bomb, the Y wings that took them out? Yeah. Um, yeah, they basically said it mimics that shot. But okay. they also said in that okay. same interview that they knew that when they gave it to be made into a trailer. They said this bit's not going to be in the film. They were okay. like, well, it's this good. But then it was things like, I mean, when we got given the um, the posters at Celebration oh. for Rogue One, oh. I mean, that was a great moment. And you've got all those troopers coming out of the water. That was such an iconic shot. Yeah. To not include it in the film did seem a bit like, why not? That was that was a huge visual for me, was the, the troopers coming out of the water. We've never seen stormtroopers in that kind of environment before. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of really, it was a really cool scene to see them in, in this beautiful light blue water just kind of wading through and stuff. And then he doesn't make it into the film, and it, it felt a bit weird. And then um, Space Monkey as well. Can anybody remember? Who we saw live. Man. We saw Fist live on stage. Who we saw live on stage, yeah. And that was a heck of a moment, wasn't yeah, it? That, that was, was That was an amazing yeah, at moment. At that point, we saw Krennic live on stage We as did, well. yeah. yeah. He we is saw a, a lot. Yeah. He is a charming man. We, saw, charming we also man. saw Finn live on stage. Yeah. We, we saw, saw the new Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. We saw Han Solo from the... The official reveal of the new Han Solo. Even though yeah. everyone in that whole building <laughs> knew exactly who it was going to be. Hmm. Worst Aaron kept secret. Reich. Apart oh, from me. Right. I didn't know. Good effort. Good Did effort. You not? I, have no, I have no idea. No. Um, on your point though, and about your point about the stormtroopers coming out of the thing and how they missed out quite a few things. Mm. They know what we're like. So my defence of Lucasfilm and Disney would be they know that we absolutely go over every single part of the track. Because I think vaguely we remember seeing Jin running along the beach with the... Mm-hmm. With the that was a key scene. Tapes. Yeah. yeah. Tapes. And we were like... Who oh, mentioned right, that to me recently? Away? Why was she it... running away? And that's how it actually plays in the Battlefront game as well. That's how you complete it. Yeah. Surely they must be like, we bang these in the trailer. Actually, they won't know what happens in the film. Mm-hmm. So there's part of me that thinks, well, let them do it. Because the film was great anyway. If the film was panned, then sure, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Do you not think it's a little bit of, we've got you, we'll take you this direction, but actually we're going to well, show you that The direction. trailer is to build hype. Yeah, absolutely. Like we, we oh, did that. Yeah, and, it, and it, it did what it set out to do. But mm. yeah, we, I think it's unusual to have so many scenes yeah. not in the film from the trailer. Yeah. Mm. I can't think of a film that's done that many. There's a lot of films you'll see now, and there are the odd little bits yeah, missing maybe. from the trailer. I always remember the Thor it was, trailer. It, the was, original. it was really quite noticeable. Um, and it was, like I say, it was some sort of fairly iconic visual, uh, visuals. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the, the shot of um, Biston laughing yeah. was like, yeah. you know, we all kind of latched onto that one. We've, you know, we, we thought it was pretty funny, and we were looking forward to seeing maybe a little bit more of that character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you saw a little but, bit. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I was going to say that we've had a discussion, Liam, about. Um, what they might do for a trailer for the Last Jedi, and you you were saying I really hope that like, we that we see a green lightsaber in Luke's hand, and I, I was like, we you don't need to do that. It's a money shot, isn't it? Yeah, you, it's, you, you save don't it. need to do that. He's got. We know exactly where he is right now. All they, you know, at best, if they wanted to give us that incredible hype, would just be him holding his own or Anakin's lightsaber. You know, just to have to be holding that is more than enough. Mm, you don't need yeah. to see him holding a green I know why True. you want to see him holding a green one. But <laughs> because I bought one. Like we <laughs> it's not what we need. You just, you just need validation. Well, I think we opened that can of worms, discussed it, and closed it pretty promptly. Yeah. Well done, podcasting yeah. team. The Excellent. sound of a man who's ready to go home. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs>
talking about Rogue One, just as the canon nerd, um, as it were, um, they have just announced two new books. This is your new segment. So we are going to get a backstory book about Jin. Um, so they announced the book before the film came out and everyone was like, oh, is it going to be post-Rogue One? What was it called? What's it called? <laughs> um, is it... No, it's not going to be post Rogue One. It's not going to be post Rogue One. It's not about the afterlife. That, uh, if you haven't seen Rogue One, spoilers. Yeah, a little bit of a spoiler. Unrelated laugh. Unrelated laugh. Yeah. Um, Not quite as bad as the spoiler at Celebration from one of the actors. Oh. But when he dead. When he dead. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. So, this book is written by Beth Rebus, who I've never read, but she's a New York Times bestselling author. Um, It's called Rebel Rising. And so it's a bit about um, how she uh, has some time with Saw and it all, we get a bit more about that story. And, and that is classed as a young adult novel. But if it's any as good as Lost Stars by Claudia Gray, then it'll be fantastic. And the other one is called Guardian of the Wheels, which is all about our two favourite Guardian of the Wheels. I've got two questions. Go for it. Second one. Well, actually, no. The first one, right, because that's how numbers work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these, these books... Yes. Are they not like... The um, like Smuggler's Run and and those ones where it's like they're kind of canon but really they're just no these really. are these are officially canon yeah you've got like Lost Stars Bloodline Aftermath stuff like that and then you've got these that's how I see them you've got two tiers no um, like kids but they don't really matter and then you've got stuff that is absolutely canon because it affects the stories and it ties things together so these would be classed I believe. And, you know, Pablo Cadogo, feel free to ring me if I'm wrong. But, um... Whoa, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm obviously whoa, joking. Whoa. He can't just name drop somebody and get their number. Um, but, um, basically... Kathleen e- Kennedy! <laughs> every, every single one of these will be classed as canon. So, a young adult novel about Ahsoka got released recently, and that is classed as canon. Um, so, yeah, these will be classed as canon. So, the story that Beth Reavers tells about Jin will be, will be true in the whole Star Wars sense of the world. Yes, I just did do air... Um, uh, speech bubbles, but nobody can see that. Um, and, <laughs> and the Garden in the Wheels, I'm really, really excited about seeing what you know Bays and Chirrut do would be great. I love Bays and Chirrut. I hope, I hope personally, that they have a romantic subplot oh, in this book. Oh, that I would be nice. You watch Rogue One. You could, if I said they're together, yeah, nobody would say otherwise. Enough. But have, when have I we... showed kissing, you elbow me. <laughs> Second question, though, yeah. that was in the cinema. Before we get bogged down on that, um, what are the wills? Well, that is that is a bit like saying what are the Knights of Ren. Who has a clue? Yeah. Well, maybe it's explained in the book. Well, hmm. who, who if, if only tell? we were on a podcast where we could openly speculate about Star Wars. Yeah. I will read it and I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Do, you, uh, do they have a link to Los Antecas, like Church of the Force kind of? Um, we don't know, is the honest answer. We're finding out a little bit more about that all in the Poe Dameron comic. Because the Poe Dameron comic is all based about him trying to find Laura Santeca, which we know happens because, you know, Force Awakens. Okay, so we are going to wrap it up. Uh, we need to basically uh, advise you that this is an independent podcast. We are in no way affiliated with Disney, Lucasfilm, Skywalker Sound, or any of those guys, uh, which is amazing because it means we can say whatever we like. Well, can I just thank everyone who did stick with us to the end or whatever the hell this turned out to be? Um, do come back for the next one we're going to break all Star Wars tradition and make episode 2 the good one Um, among other things it's going to have a plan and a structure oh we all having to go can I get on it it's like mmm cheesy Doritos god I love cheesy Doritos 
Do you like cheesy... You're a vegan. Matt, do you like cheesy Doritos? We're not sponsored by them, but we're trying to be. Are you insinuating that I can't like Star Wars because I'm a vegan? I was trying to skirt around it, but... That's actually quite a nice skirt. Can I request a bit of feedback? Can you hear me eating this cookie? Because Mike's scowling at me and I think I'm, I think I'm getting away with it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not getting away clear. with it. Yeah. I'm no. covered in crumbs, oh. yeah. but I heard it. Nailed okay. it. Uh, so all that remains to be said is thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the first episode. We're going to be doing more of these and we really hope to become very rich and famous from this. So can please, we, please support us. Can we, end on the, can we end on the song? <laughs> please, please join me. Yes. Oh, Thank you very much. Internet famous.